Hello, everybody, and happy Monday. Yes, it's Mindset Monday. High five to every one of you all. Hello to everyone in the personal development in the PM. The High Five Club is always here. You can catch us live on Facebook, or you can always go to YouTube and subscribe to us, The High Five Club, and we look forward to seeing you. Tonight's topic is a great topic. It's called Three Feet from Gold. How many of us come close to our goals and yet when we get close enough and we get tired and frustrated, we stop. We hold up. We say, wait a minute, because we're frustrated and we just can't get over the top. How many of us stop at the first sign of failure? Well, in the book of Think and Grow Rich, I know you've heard us talk about this by Napoleon Hill. He says one of the most common causes of failure is the habit of quitting when one is overtaken by temporary defeat. It's amazing when they say temporary defeat, but most of us quit. (laughs) It's not temporary. It's a finalness. He says he talks about a guy by the name of R.U. Darby who had the gold fever at the time of the gold rush days. And he went to dig and grow rich. He never earned more gold from the minds of men, the brains of men that has ever been taken from the earth. Meaning that everything is in your head is everything but the truth of decision making. What your decision is, do I go further or do I stop? Do I, do I hold on to where I am? He staked the claim and went with, you know, went to work with a pick and shovel. And going through this lustful gold was definite. And after a few weeks of his heavy labor, you know, he discovered some shining ore. He finally saw the gold. He went in there. He got the machines he needed. He turned around and talked to his uncle and his friend, and they're just chopping away at this gold. They're going back and forth, and they decided that I have finally struck it rich it wasn't a bad story and it wasn't that wasn't the end they would decided to go home and get some more money get some more equipment and get so much more because they wanted to have it they needed to buy it they knew everybody was going to be rich so they went and they asked their family and friends please invest in me how many of us started businesses we've asked people to invest in us and we believed that everything was finally there. We finally got to the mother load. Well, R.U. Darby and his uncle were there. They got back to the hole. They discovered where they, their hidden treasure. And they went to chopping and chopping and chopping down, you know, these blocks of cinder and, you know, rock and all of that going on. And they got just a nugget or two more. But they couldn't get over the hump. Kelly, do you remember the rest of that story? Well, yeah, I mean, they well, he wanted to. He headed out west to Colorado, and he had uh, let, you know, he'd uh, gotten a little bit of, he got gotten a little somewhere, took it back home, from Mexico, told his friends and family, so he they could invest in him in the, the idea that he was able to tell them, listen, I'm going to go. Mine, a whole bunch of gold. We're all going to be rich. We're all going to be rich. He was able to paint the vision. Mm. And that belief uh, took him uh, and their finances uh, back out west to Colorado. And he mined. And he did, he did well. And they, he was doing well. And then all of a sudden, you know, it's, uh, 
it was empty. It was dry. The gold line was, I know there's a different verbiage for it, but the, the, the vein was dry. And it had lobbed off. There was no more. And it was, um, you know, very frustrating. So what he had, they had thought was their best efforts and that it had come, to, it came to a halt. Um, and that was it. And he said, all right, well, this is where we got to go back and just, um, you know, face the, face the fury, if you will. So um, he did. And he had to sell his equipment. And it just so happened. You know, that's where we talk about not just persistence, but, you know, specialized knowledge comes into play. You know, you don't have to have the know-how. But it's good to understand and seek out the right people that do. So the junkyard dealer that bought all of the the mining equipment uh, off of him, he wasn't going to take it back home. There's no need for it. Um, he did it, and he had watched. Now, he's not, he's not a surveyor, but he knows the land. And he decided he needed to get someone who really, who really, really knew it, which would be a surveyor. And what did they have to say about the the property? What was, you know, what was their knowledge on the uh, the mine and this gold vein? And so he took that. He invested in that specialized knowledge. And it turns out he was physically he picked it back up. The with Darby when they when they stopped, they were physically three feet from gold. And it was explained um, that it's always going to be within feet and like in one direction. They just, they just hadn't done that. Anyways, uh, that's where his investment in specialized knowledge got him. And there's the rest of the story. But interestingly enough is when the, when that news got back, I almost said to what's his bucket. <laughs> to, to Darby, it was, well, guess what? He couldn't believe it. But instead of letting it uh, just like dissolve him as an individual and just be like, oh my God, it's going to destroy me the rest of my life, he actually took it and he applied the principle of stick to it in this, if you will, being persistent. And he became a very, very, very wealthy man financially. Uh, he decided he was never going to quit again. And um, I, there's, um, there's a thing in Grow Rich, the movie that we all watched. Um, got the DVDs. Mr. Uh, Baron John Shin uh, is the executive producer of this. And in his movie, uh, you get to hear exactly what the gentleman um, did and exactly not how he only just made his own fortune, but really how he used it to really um, pay it forward and help so many other individuals with his fortune. Um, but it was, he could have gone made two different decisions. It could That decision, knowing that he was three feet of gold, could have, he could have chosen to let it just take him out for the rest of his life. And I'm sure it was, that's a hefty sucker punch to the gut. <laughs> like, that, that, is, that is a big deal. But he didn't, and he took it. And uh, he grew with that, which is amazing. It's an it's an incredible story. Three feet from gold, had he just stuck to it, that is not far. But also, he did what he knew. And then when it wasn't working, if you will, 
they decided to give up and call it a day. He could have easily went and invested in the surveyor, find someone that knew the land, and understood uh, the mines and things like this, but he didn't do that. So, Professor Glass, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I just take that story into, into, into today, and I just think that, you know, we're in a, a society that is, everything is technology. We expect things to happen in the snap of a finger. Um, before COVID-19, we were, depending on where you lived, everything was really just run, 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 run. And same thing, if I didn't see results, I kind of just turned my back and started something new. And I'm not just saying me, I'm saying society. And now people have zero patience. They expect it even faster. They expect it yesterday. So I think we're, we're going to start to see society have to um, reshape its thinking because when, uh, you know, our uh, Lester in the States, it's a very different landscape than we have here in Canada. We're in a lockdown. And uh, I don't think you guys are in lockdown, but we are. So we're all technology. Where I see some of my friends in the states, they're they're back to they're back to life. So I'm just curious to see how people are going to react as we start to transition back into some sort of normal. Are we going to be people that still that, that can have the patience to to continue on a path to succeed, regardless of the obstacles that stand in our way? Or are we going to have that mentality that, oh, it didn't happen in the snap of a finger, so I'll just move on to something new. So I'm just curious to see. Like, I think that Three Feet from Gold really is that, that story that talks about uh, sticking to it. But I don't know that people have that. And, and that's what concerns me. I mean, it was hard before because we were fighting against ourselves. And now we're dealing with society and just the zero patient mentality, the, the COVID-19 mentality that things have to happen 10 days before they actually happen. So I, I think that people just need to, to realize and, and hopefully they understand that this story is still relevant today, <laughs> that no matter what we do, it's better to, to stick to something than start anew and just continually feel that, oh, it didn't happen immediately, so I guess it's just never going to happen. Um, because we see it all the time where those that stick to it are successful. Elon Musk is a great example. Sticking to it. I, my mom was telling me actually a story about, I think it was his mother. His mother was a good example that, you know, they were, they were broke, broke as broke can be. And, you know, look at, look at uh, you know, his mom stuck to different things. And his son, who is an absolute genius, look what he was able to succeed. You know, he's, he's still succeeding. He's, he's, he's filthy, dirty, rich, okay? And so I think he's a great example, but I don't know that others, they don't see it that way. They're just zero patient mentality. I, I, I think we need to stop that. And hopefully coming out of COVID, we, we realize that, hey, technology is technology. That's just it. it. It's not always going to function. And I saw that today. Internet doesn't work around here. <laughs> so I'm happy it's working out. But that's my thoughts. And I just, I, I just think we have to keep our eye on the prize. And no matter what obstacles come in our way, stand in our way, um, there's always another way around it. So I hope we have that after all this is done. It's an amazing thing that how the world functioned before a physical disease broke up a world. A physical disease stopped people from getting to what they wanted. 
We all have the right to go after that thing. But what excuse did you use in order to stop doing your plan? Most people say they couldn't communicate with others. Schools were closing down all up through the world. This guy who invented Zoom had an idea that nobody was really using prior to COVID. When they start using that, when the idea came to them that, oh, wow, now the world can communicate with one another. What is it that I need to do that's going to make a difference? How am I going to make this change? So the poor fella who made Zoom, who made it to have a conversation with his mother, poor guy, he only made $5 billion since the COVID came in. (laughs) Poor fella. If it had not been for the coronavirus and he could have stopped his project and pulled it down, he made $5 billion. Now, somebody would say, well, he was lucky. He had an idea that worked for him. He did not plan this. He just didn't stop. There was this thing called mask prior to this. And the average person was only making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year. COVID came in and they needed um, to wear masks. Now, everybody says the PD-45 was really nice. And some people said, we can't get out because everything ran out. Someone sat at a sewing machine. And they started making masks. Somebody decided to put some design to it, some color to it, some wordings on it of all types. They saw the gold and they didn't stop because they made more and more and more. But someone else said, I'll make it for my family and friends. And they stopped and they may have made a couple hundred dollars where other people were making gold. Because you don't see the end line and we have always been told, start with the end in mind. It makes it harder for you to give up on your prize. In the story of Think and Grow Rich, Kelly said it best. Everybody was sitting there looking for this gold. When something is within your arm reach, only three feet, you can extend your arm and look at how far is three feet. Most of the times when you're really about to get over on anything, it's just that close. You just don't see the last hurdle. Sometimes that last hurdle makes you go, oh, crap. Maybe I can get over this. It's hard. I don't see myself climbing to the next step. And it's so hard. It's so difficult. I'm in here every day. Me being a part of someone who's been in network marketing, and I love network marketing. I have a friend of mine that we started in the same company. And she didn't have enough money to get started. So she decided to use her light bill. She says, this is it. I'm going to make this a go of it. This is all I have, just my light bill. She got into this company and that company blew up where she was able to make a million and a half dollars inside of that company. Now, you would think that that was the end of her story, but that same tenacity that she used in order to grow her business because she was so excited. And by the way, she was a hairdresser, just to let you know the job that she actually had. And using her light bill gave her no choice but to go forward because I don't have anything else. And if I don't have any lights on, it may be difficult to do a lot of stuff in your house. I, I Would you agree? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> just, just a little bit. <laughs> little things about having, you know, the electricity. 
Now the same woman that's still a dear friend of mine is making over $25 million a year. Now, I knew her when she was making no money, when she was poor, busted, and disgusted because she didn't stop. She saw the gold in the product in which she wanted to have. But most of us, we, get, we stop. We can't get one or two sales in the beginning. We're through. We may have spent thousands of dollars to get a part of it, even hundreds of dollars. doesn't matter what it is. We get started in it and we're like, this is just not working for me because you went and spoke to who? Your family and your friends. And when you ran out of family and friends, you ran out of customers, what we call the, the warm market or the hot market. But you think about this guy who came up on RU Darby and his uncle, they were there. They were already in the hot zone because they were too stubborn to try to find out somebody who knew more than they did. This junk dealer came around. He looked at them. He says, I don't have to spend thousands and thousands of dollars on this equipment. How about I buy this from you? When somebody sees they're taking your equipment or taking your thoughts and they're going to give you pennies on the dollar, it shows you how close you are to making the dollars on the dollars. <laughs> they're telling you, they're giving you the clue. That will turn around and make you actually laugh because what is it? The junk dealer turned around and looked at him and says, yeah, I'll take this. He wouldn't found him somebody with the specialized knowledge. The guy comes back and says, yeah, he's just three feet away from gold. Did he take the opportunity? You know, did he take advantage of someone? What do you think? Samantha Kelly, this, you know, let's continue the story. What are you all thinking here? I think you got, you can turn, oh, am I, okay. I think you can turn anything into a money-making um, amazing venture if you have just that vision, right? Like I know a girl that she creates uh, beaded jewelry and she supports charities and she uses them as fundraisers to help other businesses grow. I know people that repurpose furniture and paint that furniture um, that they find and then they resell it. So I think that anything is possible if you have a desire, if you have a vision, right? But um, you, it, Lester, I think it's tr it's very true what you what you, what you said about you know family and friends. I find that family and friends sometimes really just try to stand in your way. I love my family, by the way. <laughs> Please don't <laughs> send messages to us. I family too. Let me give a caveat. It's I, my mom doesn't do that. Neither does my dad. They're awesome. Um, and same with my friends that are in my, my close circle. They're amazing. But there are people that will see what you do and they're just completely jealous. They hear they hear an idea and they're like, oh, that's not going to work. Why waste your time doing that? Or why don't you go to school to become a doctor? Like these are the things that people say to you, but it's not your passion. So why would you do something that you're not passionate about, right? And I think that's what it comes down to is that whatever you love, and I tell my kids this, like even my four-year-old, whatever they love, they need to do. And they're like, oh, well, what do you want us to do? I want you to do what you love. I don't want to tell you what to do because I'm not you. Just like you wouldn't tell me what to do other than make you food because I'm your mom. But other than that, I, I think that no matter what it is, you do it. And you might not know how you're going to get there, but you're going to get there. And you just have to stick with that, that desire, that goal in mind. But stop listening to the peanut gallery. Because there's always going to be a peanut gallery and they're always going to have their opinion 
And I can't tell you, I, I think I've said this before here with Lost Art, he kind of said it. I can't tell you what opinions are like, but I'm sure you can read into that and understand. <laughs> so from there, from there, I would say that I've always learned, I've learned a lot from just being on this show, that it's my choice. I can do what I want. I don't need anybody to tell me I'm doing a great job. It's great to hear it. I love when people say that. But I don't need people to tell me that because I need to believe that inside myself and I just need to keep going forward and people are going to say what they're going to say. And when I hear it, I'm like, oh, you know that saying, in one ear, not the other? I'm sorry. I hate to be that way. But if I continue to listen to every piece of negative feedback that actually wasn't constructive, I don't know that I would be where I am right now. And I, I, it's, I hate it. I, I, I hate that, that thought that there are people out there, there's a lot of us out there, that do listen to that, and we actually stop everything because someone else told us so. So three feet from gold is real. Stick <laughs> to your desire. You never know what's on the other side of, of the track or of the house or of the whatever you want to visualize. Of the pandemic. And, yeah, of the pandemic. You never know what opportunities will show up. And be open-minded, eyes open, ears open to those opportunities. And if there's something that piques your interest, try it out. What's the worst that can happen? You don't like it. You don't like it. Oh, well, thank you and do something else. Exactly. But at least you tried. You got. You had a desire. You tried. And that's it. And then you make the decision not to continue. Not because someone else at all. You're doing network like my mom. My mom said it to me. She goes, "Why do you why do you drink organo?" I'm like, "Cause I like it." <laughs> why do you not drink it? Right? <laughs> like it's just kind of thing. Some people don't understand what network marketing is. They don't know. I think it's awesome. If you love it, do it. If you don't love it, don't do it. But funny don't, enough, everybody don't be a hater. everybody network markets every single day. Yeah, true. I'm not selling anything here. I'm just saying. I, I know. Yes, you are. You selling SLR. SFG. That's me. But that's what that's what it's about. So I I say, do what you want, do what you love. Naysayers are gonna say what you're gonna say. But at the end of the day, I'm sorry, no offense, I ain't listening. And thanks for the fuel. Ask me off even higher. Thank you. Thank you. That feels cheaper than what I put in our in my bus. day and night for it give up your time your peace and your sleep for it so what are some of your other thoughts here that we're having kelly um really it's you know i as you know you were saying that you know there's individuals that are going to say um no you can't question or whatever but then there's also other people that you know we've got keep your persistence keep you know, keep going and don't, don't quit. Don't quit. Uh, when, when your heart is hit, we have another inspiration with that. When your, when your heart is hit that you're so close, uh, to the finish line there. But it's, it's also, um, keeping in mind, you know, individuals that are out, there's, you know, individuals that are out to take you out in other ways. Some will just take want to see if they can infringe 
on your on your confidence and on your on your thoughts that you're thinking. Others would have you believe that it's not a great idea and that they're really, really here to help you. And then you put your trust into sources that are not trustworthy, where they'll actually go and take your ideas and get get take your plan uh, to the finish line. So there is such a, you know, for me, you know, three feet from gold, it's never give up, but it's, you know, who, you know, really building your skill set on putting the right people, you know, putting yourself in the right space of other individuals and inviting the right individuals into your space so that if you're creating something in your intellectual property, you know, there's such a thing as, you know, do it and then, you know, then show people and then you can tell them. But there is going to be a time, you know, my quote, you know, anyone can go alone, but no one can grow alone. Uh, you have to find the individuals that you do trust that have specialized knowledge and not just anyone that comes, that, ha- you know, is pretty and handsome and flattering and whatever other adjectives you want to put along with that. I'm not talking about my partners. <laughs> um, and they are handsome and pretty. But where the flattery and their, you know, their the way they communicate things that would impress you verbally, that that doesn't cloud your vision of if they are really a sound source that will um, keep your intellectual property confidential and actually really will step in and help lift you up as opposed to taking what's yours somewhere else. So I think, you know, that it's just that comes from a little bit of expanded conversation on this to a degree because, you know, if you don't give up, but you're not paying attention to the individuals that you're um, asking to support you to get there through their specialized knowledge and strengths that you don't have, you know, you want to be mindful of who these individuals are so that uh, when you end up going from three feet to two feet to one feet, one foot and less, you're actually able to enjoy and really see the fruits of your labor and see how that's going to be gifted onto the world or out into the world. I love that. As we get ready to finish here, he says, uh, I'm trying to make sure. Napoleon Hill says, from R. U. Darby, he says, before success comes in any man's life, he should be sure to meet with temporary defeat and perhaps some failure. When defeat overtakes a man, the easiest and the most logical thing is to quit. And that is exactly what the majority of men and women do. Quitters never win and winners never quit. To give you some quick examples before we do our final thoughts, you think about it. Sam Walton decided that he wanted a grocery store a little bit differently than everybody else. And how many times was Sam Walton told he cannot have his business? It's not going to work. Nobody's going to like that idea. And yet he took that idea. He took all the no's from so many people. And now you can find a Walmart on every continent. 
How many people have had bookstores? And I was one of those people that love going to bookstores. Having a solid book in my hand is always one to be my things. Yes, I love audibles, but every audible book that I've, I've heard, I now have hard copies of them. Because I always want to go back, underline, write notes, and really pay attention to it. Elon Musk turned around and took... I'm sorry, let me finish the story about the, the books. And having the books, when you look at Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos put many of book companies out of business, not because they didn't read books. It's how he sold his idea to so many other people and he became one of the richest men ever. Elon Musk was told so many times he couldn't do these things. Putting a rocket ship up in the air is going to cost you a billion dollars. Could you imagine when that thing went up and came down 10 seconds long, 10, 10 seconds later? Could you imagine how he felt? But what did he tell the world? Okay, I got another one. I'm going to put another one up here. He looked at a billion dollar project and it went up in flames in less than 10 seconds. Three feet, basically. It went up, it went down, it go boom. He did it again. It went up. It came down, it went boom. He tried it until the fourth time he had the success. Do you think he had naysayers? Important thing to stop from getting three feet from gold is to do this one thing important. Surround yourself with people who want you to succeed, who will lift you up even when the most embarrassing things happen to you in life. So ladies, as we close this, what are your final thoughts? The birds are talking. I need to hear one of you all. <laughs> me, no, no. Should it be me? Okay, since you volunteered. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, no, I was... Okay. So when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, mm. when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when the funds are low and the debts are high, and you want to smile, but you have to cry. No, you have to sigh. When Karen is pressing you down a bit, rest if you must, but don't you quit. Life is queer with its twists and turns, as every one of us sometimes learns. And many a failure turns about when he might have won had he stuck it out. Don't give up. Though the pace seems slow, you might succeed with another blow. Often the goal is nearer than, it seems, to a faint and faltering man. Often the struggler has given up when he might have captured the victor's cup. And he learned too late when the night slipped down how close he was to the golden crown. Success is failure turned inside out, the silver tint of the clouds of doubt. And you never can tell how close you are. It may be near when it seems so afar. So stick to the fight when your heart is hit. It's when things seem worst that you must not quit. Three feet from gold. Mama Panur. Thoughts are things, what are you thinking? And I choose that because if you expect to not stop three feet from gold, then you really, really, really better be solid in what your thoughts are and what you're thinking. I love both of those. Here's the story of a man who would figure in plan of all the things he intended to do. Yet when it came time for him to get into the game, he would never put anything through. He dreamt with a smile and after a while of all the things he would do pretty soon. He was all right at heart, 
but he would never start. He would never quite get into tune. Yet if he had done all the things that he began, he would have lifted among those of faith, but he was of no use, so he did not produce. His intentions were not to win the game. It is easy to dream, to plan, and to scheme, and let the dreams go out of sight, but only the ones who would put it will put their dreams through will be the ones who will win the fight. That was a poem by Dr. James Dentley. I just wanted you all to know, don't stop three feet away from gold. Just try a little harder. As we say here in the High Five Club. I love it. High five, everyone. Thanks for joining us.